We're back to the Neil Haley Show here on the Total Celebrity Segment, and I'm excited to welcome to the program, again, somebody that I learned so much in my media career, listened to him in the morning for years, and again, a great NFL player as well, great NFL analyst, and much, much more, Mike Golick. Mike, thanks for stopping by, and you're with, again, you're tackling diabetes, and it what a great mission. Everybody has to have that kind of mission in their lives to do that. To do that. And joining us also is Hope Warshaw. She's an education specialist that's going to educate us all about diabetes as well. Thanks again, uh, Mike, for stopping by and Hope for stopping by. How are you guys? Doing well, Neil. Thanks. All right, Mike. So tell me specifically enough why this means so much to you to tackle diabetes. What is the... Well, I, yeah, listen, this... this became a lifestyle for me when I was diagnosed. I was diagnosed about 10 years after I was done playing. Now my father uh, was diagnosed as well. So I knew that there was a possibility because it was in the family that this would happen. But still, uh, you know, I had to now decide how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to live this new lifestyle after a lifestyle of being an athlete and eating whatever I wanted and working out all the time and knowing I could get away with things. Now I had to change that. So, you know, with the help of my wife, we, we, I do everything around sports and team sports. So I knew I needed a game plan. It was, you know, getting a doctor as my coach. My wife was my teammate and I, I, you know, brought in others as well to help me, but it was still a learning process. And one of the big things I learned, Neil, was everybody deals with it differently. 34 million people deal with type two diabetes. That's 485 filled football stadiums of people. And everybody deals with it differently. How I deal with it, others deal with it differently. That's why I really wanted to get involved. And I really enjoyed talking to some other former professional athletes like Kyle Love in football and John Cruck in baseball about their individual journey. Again, and this is all part of the Talking Type You campaign uh, that, that I, I'm very, very happy to be a part of because it's not just athletes. It's everybody outside the world of sports, in the world of sports who's dealing with this. It's their own individual journey that they have to go on. So when Mike got diagnosed, Hope, and you think about this, how do other people kind of see those warning signs that, you know what, I'm, I, need to get I need to get tested to see, you know, if I have this, especially. And, you know, like the, as, an, as a former athlete myself, so like I understand exactly what what we go through because specifically enough we have to put on a certain amount of weight i was a former professional wrestler and different things and i'd have to eat really weren't looking at dietitians looking at how much weight we could put on right how we could keep the weight on and it, it didn't matter it could be beer and pizza so you don't really look at specifically what you're eating when you're really young and then it could be a certain thing so what are those warning signs of right so you asked about warning signs yes. the reality is with type 2 diabetes people often don't have warning signs uh, like they may might with um, type 1 diabetes. So it's really important that through the years people get screened and checked for having elevated glucose levels. So there's no real symptoms a lot of times. No, no um, not necessarily. It's not necessarily that sort of tiredness and frequently urinating that it is with with type one diabetes. But what is critically important is that um, people do get checked. And if you learn that you do have diabetes, that you start taking care of it and taking action from day one and sort of create 
key critical elements of an action plan are um, healthy eating, and you alluded to that, physical activity for sure, even if it's just a walking program. Um, a lot of people with, with diabetes type 2 need to be taking medication. And then the overarching monitoring, monitoring uh, with a glucose meter what is going on day to day, and then using that data that you collect. And uh, typically today, people are using technology to gather that data and then using it to analyze what's working in your plan well and what isn't working well, and then making tweaks to change that. And also diabetes evolves over the years. What you do on year one of having type 2 diabetes is not necessarily what you need to be doing at year 10, year 15 of having diabetes. All right. So let's kind of jump, Mike, into what you did. How did you change your lifestyle and everything once getting diagnosed? Well, and, and to go back really quick, what's important is to say, how, how do you know is to get the checkups. Get year, at least yearly checkups. It's something I have always done. And that's how I found out, you know, sometimes, especially guys, as we know, we don't want to go. Uh, if we are, oh, I feel fine. I don't need to see a doctor. Well, getting those annual checkups at least is going to help without question. And for me, it was very basic for me. Okay. I knew I had to change, you know, again, it wasn't a diet. It was a lifestyle of how I was going to eat and what I was going to go through and how I was going to deal with nutrition and sleep and hydration and exercise. So what I did, Neil, all, quite honestly, I jumped into modern technology. And with One Touch Solutions, they, they have customized programs that can, you can use, say, through Fitbit, if I wear Fitbit all the time, Noom, WellDoc, Cecilia Health, and all the information that Hope was talking about, especially through my One Touch Glucose Meter, goes into these different programs, and I feed those programs information, and they kick me back what I'm doing and what I need to do. You know, either AI information, or I can actually chat with someone like Hope live with some of these programs to ask questions and get answers. So the big thing to me is use the help around you. You don't have to do this alone. There are so many ways to help so many programs, especially the One Touch Solution has to help you on this journey because it's very difficult to do alone. Yeah, well, absolutely. And Hope, I guess that's the thing is once people get diagnosed, then sometimes they feel like their life is going to change dramatically. And it's really just a lifestyle change, but people like you hope help through that process, right? We do. So I'm a certified diabetes care and education specialist, and I really encourage people to seek us out because we're able to give you the skills and give you the know-how to um, manage your diabetes on your own. It really needs to integrate into your lifestyle. So people should be very comfortable advocating for themselves with their healthcare providers to say, well, this is something I feel like I can do. That's something that I feel like I'm not ever going to do. <laughs> and because that's how you get, as Mike calls it, a game plan that's going to work for you. And it needs to evolve over time. Mindset's another thing, Mike, right? Especially once you start changing your diet, right? It's, it's how do you, you know, we all know we, we, we're up late at night. There's certain, you know, 
food commercials on now. It's much easier now by just ordering. You can order anytime you want and food comes to your door. Yeah. How do you keep that willpower going? Well, that, a support group, be it your wife. Your, I was very open with my wife and my kids about this. My dad was, was had it in an era where they kind of kept it private. And that's that was his choice. And I, I'm not you know, criticizing that at all. I was very open about it. So again, the more help you can get, you know, in the house, my wife put, put a lot of clean food in the house, you know, work out, we work out together. Who do you work out with? Who do you, you know, interactions in your daily life with that can help along the way. It's, I think the people that try and do it alone, unless you have unbelievable willpower and there, I'm sure there are those that do, uh, that can do it. But other than that, seek out the help. You know, because there are those temptations. And you know what? Every now and then it's okay to give in to them. I'm an 85, 15 guy, 85 good, 15 bad. I still do it. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say I never eat something that I shouldn't. I do. But through all these programs now, I, I learn when I can have that. And if I have it, then what I need to do after I have something like that to get back to where I need. The biggest thing to me, and I, that's why I associate it with sports, is I come from a team sports. Have that team around you from family to friends to healthcare professionals to doctors, whatever, whoever you need in your life to help keep you on the right path. Do you think during the career of an NFL player, even you know, when you see certain players that we're going to call them these because they're unbelievable athletes, that they could at one point have this? Do you, are they, again, you get the NFL doctors all the time, but once you retire, do you reach out to retired players at times and say, hey, you know, uh, are, you, are you really still focusing on your health and things like that and try to be that advocate? So through the, the NFLPA, actually, I, I have spoken and done videos for, for ballplayers in obesity afterward because that, it is what happens. Listen, I've been working out since 10 years old. I retired from football at 32. It's a lot of years of working out, eating whatever I wanted, drinking whatever I wanted because I knew I was going to work it off. To when you're done, you don't do those things anymore, but you keep eating. All of a sudden, your weight goes up. So we're really starting to get involved in programs now um, for former athletes about that and about obesity and, and about right when you're done, you know, you live that itinerary life. Now you have to do it on your own. So again, I encourage use the people around you to get in the right habit. And the great thing about playing ball, you get a checkup every year. So you know what's going on with your body and you need to continue that when you're done playing. And this is again, true for people outside of sports as well is to be monitored, to know where you stand. So Mike, best place that we can connect with Hope and yourself and learn more about what's going on. Where's the best place to go? TalkingTypeU.com is the place to go. That way you can hear the interviews that I did with some of the former professional athletes. You have a chance in some sweepstakes to win some healthcare equipment like home gym equipment, things like that. But TalkingTypeU.com is a great, great place to go to get some great information. Mike, thanks for stopping by. Hope, appreciate all the great information. And it really gets you to know get to your doctors, get, look and always get tested for all the different things that are out there because you never know what can happen. And then once you are diagnosed, it's time to make a game plan. And the best place is to connect with you guys. So I appreciate you guys. Thanks again for stopping Thank you, Neil. All right, take care. Thanks. You're listening and watching the Neil Haley Show and we'll be back in just a moment.